freedom. It's a gift from God that we don't need permission from anyone to exercise. It's the right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. We want to do all of that under the umbrella of obedience to God's word and Christ's lordship. And there we find the sweet spot of all the freedom we need and the safety from our own imperfections so that we're able to flourish. As thoughtful women, we're thinking of how we can intentionally pursue greater freedom in all areas of life, wellness, time, finances, American life, and more, to the benefit of our families and communities. Hey, I'm Cheryl Reese. Welcome to the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. Are you ready for some thought-provoking conversations? Journaling has totally changed my life as an adult. It has freed up my brain space. You know, our minds are really fascinating things. Our minds let things go after we've externalized them because we can just go back and find them later. But if we hold on to them and try to remember them and try to keep processing internally, then our brains get full and slowed down and we feel tired and heavy uh, with all the thoughts on our minds. And so journaling helps to free up that brain space. Journaling is also a really great problem solving tool. As you naturally externalize and process your thoughts, you're able to regurgitate the emotions of them as well as step back from those emotions once you're done and piece together some logical train of thought. As that valve is opened up, more ideas begin to flow and our brain just isn't as loaded down and in the newly created space, new ideas bubble up um, to build upon those old thoughts. Journaling also has helped me as a mom and as a woman to document my memories. Um, this one uh, is a little more challenging to do, um, you know, especially once you have kids, you know, everybody's like, oh, that funny thing, you should put that in, in a book and hold on to it. Um, and you know, you, you want to, but it's, it's challenging, but if you can from time to time sit down and write down one or two funny things from the last month or from the week, um, it's fun to go back and look at those in, in the future. Uh, journaling has also helped me become a better communicator. When you have an important message that you're passionate about conveying, or when you have something important that you need to say to someone, maybe a difficult conversation you need to have, journaling is sort of like a brainstorming session in advance, and you get that flow of feelings and what this means to you emotionally, what the impact will be for the other person, a logical progression to walk yourself through, and then later to walk them through with you. Communicating it to yourself first will help you work through the confusing elements, help you see maybe where you're confused or where you're operating in fallacies so that you can get rid of unhelpful thoughts and have only helpful, constructive thoughts to bring to the conversation and communicate much better with your person when that time comes. So those are just a few of the ways that journaling has really just become a best friend to me. And I think that they would become a best friend to you too. It's really helped me especially lean in and navigate really heavy seasons. And so today that's, I want to talk to you about how I journal and how you can uh, form 
this discipline yourself if you feel like it would be beneficial to you. And we'll also at the end wrap up with a few. I've been wanting to share with you guys some resources I'm super excited about that have really helped me through the season of the last few months. And so I'll get to those at the end. But how how do I journal? What do I how do I get started? Um, you know, what if what if I'm kind of having a, a a mental block? And it's really sometimes it's as simple as a good word vomit. Um, it doesn't need to make sense to anyone. It doesn't need to be grammatically correct. It, this is literally just you processing your mind out in whatever state it is out on paper. Don't be paralyzed because you don't know the first word to write. Just put pen to paper and write the first word that pops into your mind. And then the next word. Don't be paralyzed because it isn't nice to verbalize it once it's written out. Uh, there's no judgment. Sometimes it's not going to be pretty. But you know what? God already sees your thoughts and he's your only judge. If you need to, once you wrestle through it, tear it out and shred it. But the exercise of finding the words to go with what's going on inside you and wrestling through them, seeing them on paper next to scripture that's relevant, uh, seeing those thoughts turn into prayers, it's such an important exercise and it makes us better communicators to grow our emotional maturity and to grow our intellectual honesty. Just one example of something that I just jotted out one night when I was really overwhelmed and I, I needed to empty my mind, but I was having trouble getting started. Uh, this is, again, so no judgment. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't sound nice verbalized, but this was just an example of what that looks like when you're stuck trying to break through the stuckness. I wrote, my brain is full, my heart is heavy, and it just doesn't seem like there's too much to get into words. The words don't flow easily, that's for sure. And I remember the night I wrote that, just after I had written that, I felt uh, some of the weight of what I was carrying was lightened and thoughts began flowing and I began having some breakthroughs. And sometimes you just have to, it's kind of like a clog in a drain. You just have to remove the initial part of the clog and then the water can flow and it takes care of itself. Um, there's also, you know, let's talk about choosing your journal. You can use anything. I'm a paper and pen girl. I know some people like to keep notes in a notes app on their phone. Um, or some people will type their journal. I just need to feel the paper, feel the words with my fingertips. Um, a dollar store notebook works. Uh, something more aesthetic works. You know, think about, are you going to use a pencil? Are you going to use a pen? A gel pen with bold, colorful lines, different colored pens. Uh, don't set yourself up with such a system that you can't just slip away and jot things down for five minutes if you don't have it all in your purse. But if the tradition and the ceremony of that same special pen feels right to you and you enjoy that aspect of it, then enjoy that and set that up. But don't let the thought of that either uh, keep you out of journaling if 
if that's not practical for you and if you don't need that. You know, if you don't need it, you don't need it. <laughs> Just journal. Um, so for I actually got a journal for Christmas from somebody who knows that I really love to journal. And this one is probably the nicest journal I've had. It's all leather bound. It was handcrafted. Uh, she knew that I don't really like things made in China, uh, which I've gone into in another episode. And this one wasn't made in China. It was made handcrafted in India. It's leather bound and it has like this really thick high quality paper that was folded. And you know how usually your binding on a book is like all like one unit in the binding. Well, this is like five little micro books folded and leather stitched into the leather binding and um it's just it has a very nice feel to it as you engage with it with the journal itself um and it's really fun and special to write in but um find a journal that works for you whether you whether it really means a lot to you for it to be all aesthetic and uh feel right or if you are good with just a a ruled notebook you know, it doesn't really matter as much as what, what goes right to you. This is, this is meant to be a cathartic, therapeutic experience. And so make it, make it what's reflective of you. And then as far as if you feel stuck and your the words don't come, uh, kind of circling back to that. Other ideas you can try are copying scripture. It might activate your mind, might prompt responses. God's word works. And whether it is in a way of delivering comfort or of unlocking more thoughts for you or convicting you and giving you answers, his word is always effective. And telling ourselves those eternal truths is is invaluable another idea would be to sketch uh, doodle use different colors to convey your your mood uh, you can write prayers get your mind out of the place that you have to write an essay that would be worthy of someone seeing and just get it into a place that you're pouring out your heart to your father who already knows all things and can't be shocked by anything that you would write. Uh, some different, different people have found that sense can work to unlock the emotional memory portion of our brain. Our olfactory nerves are the only, the, our, our, smell of, our sense of smell is our only sense that's hardwired to our emotional memory. And so a familiar perfume or, you know, a specific coffee uh, or an essential oil blend that's, that's known to release emotions. These can all unlock our memories and our feelings and um, be helpful if you're trying to untangle things. Um, it, can, it can be pretty strong sometimes, so you might after that experience, you might find yourself taking a nap or going straight to bed after you have a serious journaling session, and that's fine. You're probably going to sleep really well. Uh, and then the final thing, if you're having trouble getting started with your journaling, 
make sure that you're getting away from distractions and interruptions for a long enough period of time to let the the flow of thoughts come. You know, it's kind of kind of like trying to have a conversation with someone while your kids are interrupting you. You can't get to the deeper meaning. You can't convey the full train of thought um, if you're being interrupted all the time. And it's the same thing if you're kind of having this conversation with yourself and trying to detox your mind. So get, get comfortable somewhere alone without interruption. Get comfortable sitting in the silence. Um, a vacuum cannot stay empty forever. The thoughts will come. I really, really love journaling. I think you can tell. Um, it's been a real tool that the Lord has blessed in, in my life. And I think that you'll be glad that you gave it a try. And I, I wanted to make sure I included uh, in, this, in today's episode some resources that have really been a great resource to me in the last year, kind of leaning into a lot of uh, new things for myself. And that, um, there's probably, I guess probably four or five here. Uh, the first one is, <laughs> I'm, I'm a real podcast junkie. Um, I, my brain is thirsty to learn and I really love sitting down to read books, but as you know, as a homemaker, as a homeschool mom, I don't have endless amounts of time to sit and read. I will, you know, at night to calm down for bed and all that. But I, since I spend so much time on my feet, doing laundry, doing dishes, cooking, driving here and there, I'm really an audio person. And I will put things on to time and a half, sometimes double time if the person really talks slow and just consume gobs and gobs of information. And it's really been, my brain just loves it. And um, so I, I do podcasts and I uh, like to turn them on fast. And my favorite podcasters would be Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk. So uh, Dennis Prager, uh, it, well, we'll start with Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk uh, is a believer and he is really involved in the civics and politics space as a Christian and as a conservative and he has I have been very impressed he's young he's in his 20s still but I've been very impressed by how much time he spends learning from older wiser people and reading great thought leaders throughout the throughout history and he really does a good job at at condensing or distilling his thoughts down and communicating in a very uh, thought out intentional way and he's very effective he's leading the movement of Turning Point USA among high school and college students to raise up the next generation of conservative leaders and uh, he's really earned his stripes and earned his place of influence uh, through being a very disciplined person. So I have learned a lot from him this year about civic engagement and about um, being more self-educated myself. 
and pursuing truth. Um, one, one of his mentors is Dennis Prager. And Dennis Prager is a, another really great thought leader. He, I will say, I don't think he's a believer. He is a Jew, so he does have a monotheistic worldview and a, a moral compass and a, an unwavering commitment to truth. And I've really enjoyed learning from him how to, how to look at things logically, how to have a logical argument. And he's very measured in his responses and very measured and metered in how he communicates. And he has a daily radio show and podcast. He also has fireside chats once a week where he spends um, like his whole 30, 45 minutes just tackling one subject. And so you get more depth on a topic. And then he also has PragerU, which is five minute audio clips from experts in all fields informing informing us how to, not what to think, but how to think about issues of our day. And so that's a quick way to digest just little bits and pieces. So he has these different, these different formats and lengths of time so that anyone can dig in with what they have, what time they have available, how much attention they can give something and learn and become a better, a more effective person and a more, uh, a better, a better citizen. And those are all, all three of those are on Apple podcast. So they're easy to find. I've also tremendously benefited from the Hillsdale College free adult online education. And if you have not looked into that, you have totally got to. So uh, the the podcasting that I listen to can sometimes get a little bit um, heavy because it deals with current cultural issues. But these these courses I watch are like dessert. They are very, they're, they're filled with beautiful thoughts and ideals. They are equipping and informing. And there's, uh, they're like, yeah, each course, you know, may have 12 to 14 lectures, but they're a half hour each. So easily doable while you cook dinner or load the dishwasher. And, um, So I highly recommend it. They have it on topics from literature, uh, education, philosophy, politics, and uh, maybe religion. I can't remember. Uh, But a lot. Oh, oh, economics. So just anything. If you want to be have a more comprehensive understanding of of important um, structures in our world. I highly recommend those Hillsdale courses. They also have one, they have two classes on the Constitution. They have a class on the World War II, a C.S. Lewis class. So you are totally missing out if you have not checked them out. It's really refreshing and beautiful. Uh, while we're talking about Hillsdale, Hillsdale and Wall Builders, both are organizations that have really fantastic libraries of books that you can buy uh, if you're wanting to learn more about history from a good perspective if you're wanting to understand the founders thoughts if you're wanting to 
just build out a better framework of philosophy for your for your life and for your worldview or for your involvement in the culture that those are both great places to find really useful resources my final resource that is really blessing me right now is the bible 365 project that is something that is put out by a girl named Erica Franzvey. I probably said her name wrong. She's actually the fiance of Charlie Kirk, and um, she has her own podcast. But um, her ministry is this Bible reading project where they'll send you a text every day with you know a chunk from the Old Testament, a chunk from the New Testament, and then either some Psalms or Proverbs to read, and. Um, I'm very excited about it. So the way my Bible reading usually goes is I pick a book that's interesting, a book of the Bible, and I read it, I study it, and then whenever I finish, I'm just lost and floundering again. But I I was wanting recently to just really dig in and read the Bible from cover to cover and have the full context of it. And that has always been overwhelming to me and kind of daunting, but the way that she sends these out every day and then I either listen to it audibly while I'm doing things or I sit down for some quiet and just read through a few chapters just like I would read through any other book and to get those large chunks of scripture in different formats washing over my mind and... um it's just a different way to experience the Bible. And uh, no, I'm not able to go, you know, as deep as I would when I do just a book study, but it's very valuable to have that full context of scripture and to to absorb it in larger chunks at times also. And so that's been a huge blessing to me. And uh, you can just look them up online and put in your information and you'll start receiving daily texts. So I would say, even if, you know, you didn't get started right at the beginning of it, jump in because consuming scripture is always a good idea, uh, regardless of if you're on schedule or not. <laughs> um, so I hope that those resources will be helpful to you uh, as we, you know, it's, it's become cliche and almost a joke, you know, to comment how this is a different kind of time we're living in right now and it's heavy. And so you need to make sure that you have supports in your life. You need to be not just following your feelings that this is hard and heavy and strange, but informing your feelings and informing your mind so that you can be equipped to be effective for God's purposes for the church to be in the world at this time. Uh, your effort in life makes a huge difference. Uh, the greatest generation in America came from World War II. They went through hard times. God made them intentionally to be born at that time, and the, the things they experienced made them stronger and the best human beings ever. Um, our biblical heroes, they were born during, during adversity. You know, Moses' parents didn't know if their baby boy was going to be killed or not. When Jesus was born, they were killing all the baby boys. Uh, Esther, Daniel, you know, they were all raised in good homes. And uh, the time came that they were part of 
where they were taken away into the the pagan culture but they were they were born at the right time and they were raised in the right way and equipped to still honor God and and fulfill his purposes in that time and there's no reason that we should expect any less of ourselves or our families um, or have any less hope than that. The enemy at this point wants us to give up, but as we pursue the kingdom of God, we fulfill our purpose for this life. And God is still keenly aware of and in, in, intimately involved in the affairs of men. Uh, we just need to, to learn from his kingdom principles for living and live that way in every dimension of our lives as cooperators with him in the world and time that he's placed us. He made us for this time and I'm, I'm just digging into him and ready for it, whatever that looks like. So be encouraged. Do take care of yourself, your body, your mind, your spirit, and your emotions and fill yourself up. Feast on the good resources that he brings across your path so that you are equipped and ready to go. Friend, thanks so much for being part of today's episode of the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. Is our conversation really resonating with you today? If it is, then I have a tiny ask to make. Could you go into your favorite podcasting app and click subscribe and give a five-star review? Then share it with a friend who would like it too. I'd really appreciate this help getting the word out to other women. Now let's all go live thoughtfully so that our families can live freely. Thank you.